who's all sucking on nipple male nipples? That's the poll uh, that we're asking. Do you suck on male nipples? Anybody? That's our question. No, you don't. Not no. even your own. No, Dude, I can't reach that far. You never licked your own nipple. No. Is it there? Oh, I licked. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's close. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about. Licks and sucks. I'll do a whole podcast myself about that. <laughs> we are talking about a man named Eggplant, though, in today's okay. episode. Nasubi. Uh, it's Japanese for eggplant. But before we get into that, we'll get it. We'll, we'll talk about a few things real quick. We got merch. Check this out. Look at this. That's us. That's the boys that, on the shirt right that's, there. That's my face. I'm the purple one. You're the purple one. You're the pink one. That cat's trying to eat. Are we connected noodles. on your sleeve, me and Dave? Where forever? <laughs> oh, kind of. Yeah, you are like, like Siamese connected twins. Like Siamese twins. Can you say that? Yeah, I, right. I so, don't know. Hey, cat. <laughs> uh, if we um, you know, what if we had to separate you two and only one could live? How would we pick? I pick Ian. Whoa! I picked me too, so it's easy. That was easy. Unanimous. <laughs> I need the staples button. <laughs> that was easy. Uh, yeah. So check that out. The links in the description. But yeah, we got a wild one cat. This cat's trying to eat ramen noodles. I, I shouldn't have that there, but she should be trying to eat it either. Luna. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. But that's one of the mascots of the show. But yeah, we got. I thought I was the mascot of the show. You're in the show. Yeah. That'd be like if the fucking like Philly fanatic was playing. He could. He couldn't. He wouldn't be able to run. He could. He wouldn't be able to run. Have you seen mascot races? Yeah, it's not the same. That's when you're. That's like girl basketball. They're all even. No, I'm just I bet the Philly fanatic <laughs> is better at baseball than you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but. If it was a team of me and just one Philly fanatic, like... Have you seen the basketball game? mascots dunk, bro? A te- oh, We're not having this fight right now. I'm That's not dealing with episode. it. That's a different episode. We got that one planned. Uh, but yeah, this one is wild. And uh, we got to do a special shout out because basically this episode would have never came to be. Or I probably wouldn't even have wanted to do the same amount of research um, if Atrocity Guide on YouTube didn't put all this together. Yeah, Xavier's in love with her too. Yeah, I will be marrying... Um, the unnamed woman that is part of that is just atrocity guide that's fact that's canon for the pod that's the lore and <laughs> uh, gonna, uh, can, I, can i officiate we can't xavier you're registered to officiate right well i gotta pay the money to get a cent here uh chris though on um our rule 34 episode and our catatonic use episode but yeah uh, it's been a files it. just go ahead and manifest that yeah it's been a files and uh <laughs> But yeah, Trusty Guide, huge shout out to that channel, that description, there's that link is in the description also, because they put out some really cool shit, and I wouldn't have done this amount of research for this, because it's real, real deep dive shit. Uh, so that's my little small preface, but let, should we give just some context to it, or should we just start playing it, I guess? It's a, it's a man. Are we just playing the Atrocity Guide video? Yeah, we'll pause it and kind of... Okay, then I don't do think it. we need an intro. Yeah, she covers it, all... it awesome, dude. It's, she, it yeah. really is a great channel. Yeah. On... We'll, we'll pause and interject here and there. It's like a 20-minute video, but we'll, we'll put our, our two cents in. And oh. this is one of the earlier ones. Her new videos are even getting better with all the like music editing people she's working with and stuff now. It's, yeah. Shale's doing awesome. It's, it's shit that is very, very, very interesting that 
I've never heard about before. <laughs> I've never heard about anything on the fucking channel before. Uh, but yeah, if you're listening to this, come on the pod. I've messaged you, but you're very popular, so I understand not seeing them. But yeah, we'll um, we'll start playing this, and we'll just kind of pause it along the way. And uh, here we go. The levels, right? We need to start putting this before our I got videos, the... so we don't get claimed. I do have the, the fair Japanese use description are known in the for their uh... extreme game shows. Many of which have put their contestants in physical and psychological danger to provide their audiences with a unique viewing experience. Bug fights, dude. In the late 90s, early 2000s, a broadcast that many believe to be the most radical and potentially unethical instance of this aired on a Tokyo-based network called Nippon Television. The show was titled Susunu Denpa Shonen, and it consisted of a live stream of a single room. Inside the oh, by the way, me and Dave have seen this. He's seen it twice. I've seen it once. Ian room is not. was a stack of envelopes, a rack of magazines, I guess water, that makes me the a expert. gas burner, and one man who is asked Besides to undergo her. one of the most rigorous and atrocity performances she ain't here. broadcast. <laughs> she wants to come on the pod. She can be the expert. Until then, <laughs> this guy who went by the name Nasubi. In January of 1998, Nasubi, which translates in English to eggplant, he's a bit ahead of his time with that joke. Yeah, with the eggplant emoji joke. Was chosen joke. from a raffle of. Dude, how many ex-girlfriends do you think have him in his phone? Is in their phone is just the eggplant emoji. Now, yeah, now. Like... Applicants for a contest titled "A Life of Prizes." After winning, <laughs> Nasubi was escorted to a space no bigger than a small studio apartment. He's a very interesting he looking fellow. He was asked to begin the game with absolutely nothing, including his clothes. <laughs> he was given only water, and in order to provide himself with food, clothing, or any means of entertainment during his stay in the room, Nasubi must win them via sweepstakes. So something that makes me think is there has to be way more like sweepstakes in Japan than America. I just you probably just don't pay any attention. Yeah, but like I feel in the night late nineties though, right? That true. it, it yeah. was like popping because this was ninety nine. Even every comic book my dad has back in the day, because my dad like collects comic books. All of them had some sort of sweepstakes or mail-in thing you could like, get. Yeah, and it's like I know there's like mail-in like rebates and stuff like that, but like. Like I've, because like the stuff he wins, like we'll, I will talk about that in a minute. Like what he wins is so it's so weird. I've never seen like using the for food provided. in like America. This was the point of the game to survive solely on his contest prizes. <laughs> oh Once my Yusuke's god! Winnings reached a monetary value of one million yen, or roughly nine thousand U.S. dollars. He was declared the winner and allowed to exit the room. Resume his life and enjoy his newfound celebrity. This seems like a movie. Okay, wait, he can't get out? He cannot leave. Well, he I mean, he can leave at any time, but then he loses. But also something that's crazy is, I don't think she ever mentions it, and I didn't, like, look this up. I don't know what the reward is. Just being on TV? Just being on, I think being on TV, it, that's crazy. Well, I think they get the $9,000, too. Well, no, the stuff that the he... stuff equals that. I know, but I think he gets the 9,000. They say he gets to keep his winnings. So, oh, okay. did Nasubi succeed? That all depends on how you define success. To answer this question, let's take an in-depth look at Nasubi's time inside the room. 
Immediately upon being left alone, Nasubi's priority was to cover himself, and the very first contest he applied for during this first episode of the live stream was an apron. Not I don't think they told him how many apron. people. But during like, this his was be shown <laughs> I don't think they knew how many people were going to see it. Although Nippon TV, if I'm correct, is like a pretty big station because I'm pretty sure they air like New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is obviously big in Japan. Yeah, and like a lot of other stuff. So I think it's like a network essentially there. I heard today about some crazy J Japanese wrestling and. I heard about a dude wrestling a sex doll, and like yeah. the sex doll was pinning him and shit. Yeah, Kenny Omega. You know who Kenny Omega is? He's Japanese. No, but he's he's the sex doll. <laughs> no, he wrestled a sex, sex doll. doll. <laughs> okay. He also wrestled like a nine-year-old girl. And... <laughs> okay. In Japan. Yeah. <laughs> There's no rules in Japan, apparently. The majority of his time was spent submitting contest applications. In the first no month, window, dude. applied to 5,748 sweepstakes. <laughs> While waiting for notifications of his first winnings, Nasubi was taunted by ill fortune. He answered the phone to misdialed callers, and during one frustrating afternoon, after several days without food, a ramen delivery boy knocked on Nasubi's door by mistake. Oh, but dude. after many days of waiting, becoming desperately hungry, so he has like light, it's like a frosted out window, I guess. Nasubi finally won his first prize. Twelve pots of fiber jelly, which he immediately began eating. The fuck is that, dude? It's fiber. Should we get some of that and eat it on the pot? They probably have his it at the... His second prize was oh, that five store, yeah. kilograms yeah. of rice. That weird stone. No, I'm just kidding. Unfortunately, <laughs> we'll have to check the ingredients. I might not be able to eat it right now. Fiber jelly is not keto? I don't know, it might be. Well, that's Martin. After it depends on what sweeteners and the stuff they're putting raw, in there. Nasubi Martin will know. He could cook the rice in an empty fiber jelly container by setting them close to the stove burner. Let's fucking dick out. For the month of February, Nasubi continued to win the following. 1,000 yen, body soap, canned spaghetti, subsequently <coughs> realizing he didn't have a can opener for the meat sauce. Oh my god. Despite many prizes having- You can definitely get a can open without a can opener. What though. would you do? Would you just be smashing down like the metal? Yeah. Kind of like on the sink, mm. just like- just Because all you need is to get like a little hole in there and then you can like just keep fucking shaking it With out. no practical value. Nasubi seemed grateful for everyone he received. And it's no doubt that with an entire waking life consisting of little more than filling out contest like applications, the brief adrenaline rush of the knock at the door became his only source of excitement. Nasubi's basic needs of course had to be met, so food was of paramount importance. Although, let's remember that the higher the monetary value of the prize, the closer Nasubi was to his 1 million yen goal. Reaching this goal proved incredibly like tight. Pokemon desk mat. To get halfway there, that's it tight. I would be excited if I won that. How, just like that being your only entertainment, <laughs> just like looking at the first 151. <laughs> just like, yeah, dude, fucking need her hands. 38,000 contest entries. That's insane. That I mean, you have nothing halfway to do. there, too. Yeah. During this time, some notable prizes included. 
A bicycle, which, once the initial Brutal. excitement wore off, he remembered had no practical value in his tiny room. At least this can be an he exercise bike, too, it looked like. He rode it around briefly, yeah. then never again on the live stream. Panties, which was his first article of clothing, Panties. although they didn't fit. That's so brutal. A stuffed seal, which he named Binasu, befriending it. A 14-inch TV set, although there was no <laughs> antenna or cable, so all he could view was static. A toothbrush and toothpaste. See, like, what? I've never seen a sweepstakes for tooth, one toothbrush and toothpaste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but if he's... I mean, there's 38,000 of them in six months. Like, Yeah. So they're definitely replacing magazines. Maybe they just drop them in front of the door because they yeah. don't ever mention how he just like, keeps getting. Mm -hmm. I'm also wondering if not everything is necessarily a sweepstakes, if there's maybe a translation error or something, but maybe it's literally just like you can send out for a sample and you will get it for some of these small things. Okay, yeah. Or like first, that's a good point. First 1,000 people to submit, get it, or something like that. Right. Get a sample. He brushed his teeth for the first time during his three-month stay. Oh. Around the six-month mark. Do I get a headache if I forget to brush my teeth now? And the local news it's almost like I need to, like, massage my skull. It's weird. I don't understand it. But, like, I would I would just have a headache for three he months. He somehow discovered where Nasubi <laughs> secluded room Probably was located. Used yeah. So, producers woke Nasubi in the middle of the night, blindfolded him, and escorted him to a new yet nearly identical room so people found out where he was this is such shit dude I cannot believe this is real it's like an atrocity or something <laughs> I mean in the whole the only reason it's okay is because he was like yeah I'll Before do it moment. but it, yeah still he signed up for anything basically because he they were all just like aspiring Japanese actors and comedians that were like tv time like that was just i need tv did you, time i don't i don't know if i'm kind of i am kind of jumping ahead do we know if this like what he did after this stuff i do she doesn't talk about it i okay. i looked it up a though. life of prizes was broadcast on sunday nights and edited down to a 10 minute weekly summary but with this room switch, producers decided to offer a live web stream alternative, causing them to digitally follow Nasubi around with a joystick in order to censor his genitalia. You got a live As you can see, Dude, the imagine that being your job. Is primitive, but just fucking, yeah, like, how many, how many dick slips do you think there was? Dude, that's what I was just thinking. Like, there had to be some, right? Because he, like, dances. He, you know, people don't always move. He's riding a bike smoothly yeah like he could fall he like trip and all of a sudden his dick could just be like in a different frame like like <laughs> well and i don't i'm just assuming the internet back then obviously wasn't as good as it is now i'm sure there was a delay so if they missed it they could kind of maybe yeah like because i mean look yeah look it at that that's fucking this is in the late 90s it's it like 10 frames a second. three months to get two-thirds of the way to his one million yen goal, and throughout the months of August, September, and October, Nasubi submitted an additional 17,000 contest That's entries. insane. I gave him, like, Notable fathom. winnings included. A watermelon. See, like, what? Just a sweepstakes for a watermelon. <laughs> Dude, again, I'm thinking it was just a mail-in it, it, it has to be, like, like, first 100 people, like, Get a get a sample of like our new nice watermelons. Tickets to see Spice Girls. The see movie. that makes sense. Like the Spice Girls. A VHS player to go with the TV set he had won several months back. 
After this expensive win, Nasubi hit a string of bad luck. At one point, he went a week without hearing a knock at the door. And during one drastic period, Nasubi completely ran out of Y'all think you got a bad in quarantine. This is real <laughs> quarantine, folks. Rather than rescuing him and risk spoiling the tension of the show, producers opted to relocate Nasubi a second time in hopes that the change would bring about good luck. That's so fucked. This new location did indeed prove lucky, as Nasubi won several very valuable prizes, including a PlayStation, which he played non-stop for four days straight, but he soon banned himself from it after recognizing it as a distraction from filling out contest entries. You think if he broke it, they would be like, well, that money, like, it's gone. You think it has to be like it? Well, because he can eat the food. Yeah, I think yeah, it just adds so he up. might be able to just break it. And right. Not, yeah. A tent, which he lived in for several days, but his sheer size prevented him from doing his dance of gratitude during his winning moments. Worried he would appear ungrateful, Nasubi disassembled his tent and put it away. In the month of December, Nasubi won a very expensive set of automobile tires, a 10,000 yen gift voucher, and finally, putting him just over his 1 million yen goal, a small bag of rice. Dude, right. just getting over it with that small bag of and rice. Yeah. But that also means you were sitting there like, God damn it, bro, I'm right there. Well, I wonder yeah. how closely, like how... Does he know? Is he tallying up the value? There's no way, right? So, are they just like filling him in? Maybe he Ever has a rough idea, because like, I mean, he has nothing better to do. Because like, we have a rough idea how much tires would cost here and how much rice would cost. Like, you know what I mean? So maybe he has like a ballpark. Like, yeah. okay, a, P a PlayStation's like. And I guess sweepstakes usually are like, blah blah value. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Glow how much? Yeah. Look at that. 335 days alone so sorry rob rob from solitary which by the way go check out that episode but it's a good one fortunately this making that look like child's play <laughs> 35 straight days of nothing but sleeping eating food when available eating dog food when there was nothing dog available, food answering the door and most importantly filling out contest entries he's answering the door with just the pillow so the people giving him the shit are like, what the fuck, man? Like, fuck I you. I mean, they, it, depending on how big of a deal this was, they might have known. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't even think of that. Also, it sucks that this is, like, probably the average apartment in a lot of places in Japan. Because yeah. well, <laughs> they haven't talked about what the ratings were doing yet, right? Yeah, not, okay, I won't jump ahead then. Or, importantly, right, filling listen. out contest entries, Nasubi had finally won. Or had he? At this point, the ratings of the show hovered somewhere around 17 million Japanese viewers. For comparison, the highest watched episode of Game of Thrones sits at 16.5 million viewers. So this was like a household thing. So, like, everyone knew about this. I was, I was listening to a podcast recently um, with Rob Lowe on it, and he was talking about, like, his first TV show he was on. He, it was the worst rated TV show. <laughs> had 19 million viewers like per so like it's different wait what had 19 million like that was their viewers like and they were the worst rated how is that i'm confused the how worst rated vote show on television on the channel but then how does the most viewed everybody has seen game of thrones pretty much no but that's it's that's the biggest not not total views at 
when it's on air on the game of thrones like the best one had 16 million i think it's saying oh yeah like at once yeah like on I, when it's the first time it's showing on tv okay yeah the yeah. people absolutely loved it and the producers were making millions the notion of ending it just yet was ridiculous so, in the middle of the night, the producers woke Nasubi, showered him with confetti and streamers, and announced that he had finally won the contest. They returned his clothes, but Nasubi hadn't worn clothes in almost a year, and upon dressing, he'd realized he'd developed a distaste for them, citing them as being itchy. Although Nasubi was under that. the impression that the show was over, and his trip to a Korean carnival was a celebratory holiday for his hard work, that's almost too much to put him on a roller coaster. Had no intention of allowing him to go home yet. While still in Korea, Nasubi was blindfolded once again and guided to a fourth room, which consisted of Bastards. a familiar magazine rack, stack of envelopes, and a Korean Japanese dictionary. Despite not knowing the language, Nasubi was nevertheless instructed to put his Korean-Japanese dictionary to work applying for contests. His new goal was to earn enough prizes to equate the price of a plane ticket back home to Tokyo. It needed only be a one-way economy class ticket. That's so fucking bullshit. What? But he could leave, right? I think he could leave, but like at this point, it would just kind of be like... You would just have to, like, I, like he's not in the right area. Like, he's not, he, he does have to get home somehow, still. They've given him no money. It's like, he could leave, but he would have to, like, f find a way to, like, contact someone to, like, come get him in, like, in a, in a plane. Like, they just, they really set him up to, like, just be <sighs> fucked, like. After translating and applying to nearly 7,000 contests, Nasubi met his monetary goal in just two short months. But this two all short too months. Quick. I mean, compared to the year, I guess. So but... producers required him to make another 9,000 yen. Motherfuckers couldn't stay at a bars for two months. Wait, what? Said so motherfuckers couldn't stay at a bars for two <laughs> months. <laughs> yeah. So producers required him to make another 9,000 yen in order to upgrade his ticket to business class. I said it's too fast. <laughs> two months was too fast. So he's at 14 months now. <laughs> and Nasubi accomplished this by winning two bags of incredibly rare and expensive tea leaves. Hell yeah, baby. But this wasn't good enough for the producers, and so they then required him to upgrade his tickets to first class. Fuck no them, dude. That's insane. I cannot believe that. Bastard. That's insane. <laughs> Who had institutionalized himself. Did they give him cable, though, it looks like? Well, he got a VHS player at one point. Is that the outlet? It's hooked, it almost just looks like it's like that's the cable cord. There, there's, it's. I think it's an AC unit up there. Oh, okay. Oh, I, and I see. And after it. winning a picture frame, a fox skin, and a live octopus, Nasubi was a first-class passenger. It was finally over for Nasubi. He'd won. Producers blindfolded him and led him into his final room. It ain't over yet! This is to fucking Nasubi, filthy, the four dude. walls of this room were collapsible, and behind them sat a live studio audience. Oh. As soon as Nasubi was left alone in his final room, habit kicked in, and he quickly undressed. 
Look at him. Oh, he's getting naked. Dude, that one dude looks like Jimmy O. Yang. Who's that? Uh, he's a younger Asian actor comedian. He's on like Silicon Valley. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I think I. The shock on his face was both cathartic and sad to watch. At this point, Nasubi had been living this lifestyle for 15 months, having barely spoken to another human being. He applied <gasps> to 75,000 magazine contests, Dude. averaging 1,250 applications per week and nearly 200 applications per day. It took him several minutes to register what was happening. Yeah. It's difficult to imagine the thoughts that must have been going through his mind in these moments. The show, Susunu Denpashonen, was intended to be comedic, featuring a laugh track to punctuate almost every moment featured in their broadcast. Even during the moments where Nasubi became visibly distraught, frustrated, and hopeless, the live stream would overlay silly sound effects to signal the viewer that his suffering is their entertainment, escorting them away Boing. from the intuitive response. <laughs> That's insane! What the fuck? You can watch it too, like the highlights are on YouTube. Yeah? Like you can just like Dunya watch it. Pashonen went on to film three more endurance experiments before being cancelled. These I wanna watch. Due to the torturous yes. nature of their content. Some of the other contests included requiring contestants to hitchhike across Africa, build a raft on a For there's like just not as many cars as like anywhere else for in like a lot of places. <laughs> like when I think I'm sure they were putting them in like, like rough parts of Africa. Like where, Africa's like, a just like jeep of dudes with guns dangerous. roll up, and you're like, yeah, let me get in the fucking jeep of the dudes with guns. A deserted island and float back to Tokyo, and finally. Yeah, you I gotta... assume they at least had to have a camera following them around for that though. Well, it might have been like the live show that Rob Rob told us about, where they have their own camera and they're out in the tops of parts of Canada, and you're just filming yourself. Like, yeah, but like. You want to make it as fucked as possible. But yeah, build a boat on an island and just float back to Tokyo. Sit in a pitch black room only to receive light and food whenever their favorite baseball team won a game. <laughs> Although the that one sounds like fucking hell. It's like whatever your team just fucking sucks dick that like whole season. And you're just in there in silence, and they just it's never win. Concern. You just die. <laughs> you like. The show was canceled. It Imagine they start that this year, and then like <laughs> the season starts late because of everything, and they only played the sixty games. How many games are there normally? One hundred sixty-two. Damn. Okay. So how and many well, games? And so I'm guessing he. It's probably the uh, the Nippon Prof Nippon Professional Baseball League. True. And yeah. they definitely don't play as much. That's insane. Yeah, we need to try to find those, too. In 2009 on the internet under the name number two Nihon webcast. But when I went to the site for this, it appeared to be down. So I can only assume this, too, was ultimately cancelled. Even though most people outside of Japan aren't familiar with Nasubi or the Susunu livestream, Japan's reputation for their cruel reality television is widely acknowledged and it has been often parodied in Western media. So, the question many of you may have now is, what happened to Nasubi? 
Did he achieve the fame and fortune he was promised for his remarkable endurance? Well, yes and no. His journal of experiences, titled Misubi's Prize Contest Life Diary, went on to be published and reached bestseller status. And despite it's not cool, becoming the world-famous comedian he'd hoped to become, he did find small success in television and film acting. But it's undeniable the psychological toll the livestream had on Misubi. Because he spent 15 months entirely naked, Nasubi reported having trouble wearing clothes after returning home, and his extended solitude caused his social skills to atrophy, and he found much of his comedic charm and social aptitude gone. I can't even imagine like trying to talk to people after that. Just trying to like do like just a conversation like this, just like yeah. Oh, hey, Nasubi, what's new with you? Nothing. Nothing. I spent a year and a half in <laughs> solitary, filling out. Sweepstakes entry forms. Just think about like the social anxiety you'd fucking have. Yeah, because it's just kind of like it's just like weird. You only are excited when people knock on the door, and it was for like a split second, or when people are kidnapping you. It was like the only interaction. Yeah, like he was so. Did you see? He was like so. He was like, oh, fresh air (laughs) when he's blindfolded. Yeah, like getting moved in the middle of the night. Even though Nasubi's. It's like bananas, it's just like, how do you just win That's bananas? Really it has to be what you're saying, Dave. It's like live streams in the history of Japan. This in depth look into the brutal 15 months this man endured in order to. This was an OG Twitch. An unprecedented this was the first live stream. How far should we go to entertain? That face. Hell yeah, baby. Thanks, AG. <sighs> yes. See, thank you, AG. But, uh. I just only. It's fucked up. It's insane. He's only 45 now. So he would have been, what, 24? He would have been 24, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the time to do it if you're going to do that it. That would be the time to do it. But, like, I can't even imagine, like, what that would do to me if I did that, like, right now. So, look, he's on, you know, he's on a couple shows. Like, they look a little wild. But, like, he he was on some, some, uh... I mean, we don't know... Could have been an extra, you know, like yeah. But like he did get some some shows at least it looks like. But yeah, he could have basically just been like nothing on there. Uh, Oh come on, suck it, suck it. The uh, I don't have the one website anymore. I lost it. But basically, what stuff he's done since then is I've contacted him as much as I can. So I basically just posted on his a YouTube and I posted and I, I don't he doesn't speak English. But I posted uh, just like a thing. I probably should probably post it in Japanese, right? I guess I probably shouldn't. Yeah, should have at least try to run it through Google Translate. Yeah, and try to put it on there. But uh, I don't know if he'll respond. But I would pay somebody money to to do a live translation. Weebs, if you speak English and Japanese and can be in like a Zoom call and like live translate it right over, like. That'd be amazing. Well, I would love to talk to him because it doesn't really seem like he's done interviews. I doubt oh, he would. wait, does I don't I don't know enough. Maybe not enough to do that. Because gotcha. like I'm sure he'd be talking full speed and like right. you know it'd be I think it'd be a lot. But I have thought about that. I've thought about a couple people, but I, I'm really not sure if anyone we know is able to do it. But like I would think that's like a a paid gig to 
have to do it that quickly, you yeah. know. But um, wait, he named himself Eggplant over his long, oddly shaped head. Did he say that? He better have said that. <laughs> that better be him saying that, not some motherfucking person. Uh, but yeah, so you know, she kind of talked about like he's got the book and stuff. But the real crazy shit is that he tried to climb Everest several times, and he had to stop for multiple reasons. But I, I think so like he, each time it was thwarted for like a different reason. Yeah, like either himself, the crew. You know, sometimes the weather is just like if we for go harder, like, you will die. Like for like a TV show or just him? I think just to just to do just it. Do it. I think he was making it a charity. There's, dude, there's no point to climb Everest anymore. I think Have you a, seen that? What it's like now? Hasn't more people died than made it? No, no, absolutely not. You you're like walking in a line of people that, like, you gotta camp a bunch. There's like fucking trash, at, dude. There's gotta be like, how many people have died doing it? A lot. But not more than have summited. It's not really hard. You pay the Sherpas do everything difficult. You're literally just three hundred and seven people since nineteen twenty two. Oh damn, okay. Sex Oh, by five hundred and twenty nine people. So some people go and there's the guides and shit. Cause you gotta have a crew that like lives no, there that knows how to do. That's it. what I'm saying. The Sherpas they carry your food, they carry the water, yeah. all your gear. Not all your like you carry some, but because you're not acclimated to it. But they that's that's their job. So one out of every, one out of twenty one people die. Is that is that how many summited total or in the 2018 season? Surely not. Surely as of the, the end, end of yeah. Okay. So it, I think this it, is it, between it, 1922 and 2018. There's been a, the other one said a little over 300. So it's like one out of every 21 people die climbing Everest. You have a fucking 5% chance you're going to just die. <laughs> like, that's insane. But uh, yeah, I think he did actually climb it. Let's pull up. I don't know if this is him talking about it or what. But, but yeah, I mean, he looks better. I mean, he's got some wrinkles under his eyes, but like, he looks good for somebody that like did had to do that. Oh yeah, here it is. But yeah, a couple things have happened. I didn't look into it too much, but he did successfully climb it after a few times. And uh, you know, at that point, it's kind of like with Rob Rob. It's like, okay, now how else do I push myself? I've obviously learned a lot about myself and that I can kind of do anything. Mm -hmm. So, well, you know, well, Everest is... I mean, in like, what, like eight months in, he got a PlayStation, played it for four days straight, and then said, I'm not playing this anymore, and didn't, you know? Yeah, like, I'm like, fucking that's up. Some, that's some I would have broken mental up. fortitude. I would have just pushed on the little eye lens in the inside. I would have just, like, fucking shoved my finger deep into it and just broke it out. <laughs> But yeah, he, you know, he did it, like, and yeah, I don't understand these, but, yeah, he looks, he looks as good as you can look for having to dealt with, uh, <laughs> dealt with that shit, man. Oh yeah, he did the ice bucket challenge here. So he's just, oh yeah, fuck ALS. He's doing this for charity, he's doing the, the, the climb for Everest for charity. It's just crazy that he's like, you know, I'm gonna give back. Like, uh, it's just... That's the way to do it. After well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope. Hopefully, he recovered.
Yeah. I I'm, think you can. Yeah. 21 years ago, it's a good a good amount of time to recover. That's um, crazy to me that only 6,000 people have tried to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. It's been done 10,000, but that's, yeah, like, the guides, that's their job. Yeah. So, like, you can it only do does. it, like, three months a year, right? And the rest, it's too snowy. Or it's too, like, blizzardy. Yeah, there's, I think there's, like, a window. That's why Otherwise, be... yeah, you end up in, like, an Everest the movie situation. Yeah, because I'm sure at a certain point, the guys are just like, we're going down. Like, you know, you paid, like. You should come down because you will die. Yeah, I'm sure that it's, well, they can't again, like, like, make you come down if you're like fuck you. I'm going by myself. They'd be like, but they're you're yeah, gonna die. But they're doing everything. Yeah, like, you're, so you you're not right. And then all of a sudden it's all right. Here's carry your own oxygen mask. Here carry all your food the rest of the way. Yeah, here Ca carry all this on top of carry what the you're extra doing. oxygen tanks that we'll need later because <laughs> we're gonna have to do like multiple. But like people without legs that have those weird like. I shouldn't call them weird, but those those strange uh, the Oscar Astoria's legs, aesthetics. Yeah, where they're like they look like a fucking what's that that game where you put the ball in the. I know what you're talking about. What is that? The Oscar Pistorius legs. Yeah, I guess. I don't know Oscar Pistorius. What's that game? You guys know who Oscar Pistorius <laughs> is? No, who's that? I, I know more about Dude. this game he's talking about than Oscar. <laughs> it was a big deal. Oscar Pistorius, like. Uh, was a runner in the Olympics, and he oh, had the prosthetic legs, okay. and then he like murdered the fuck out of his wife <laughs> with the legs. He stopped. I don't doing... think so, dude. What is that game called, dude? We gotta figure out what that game's called. That's pretty crazy. It's like lacrosse. Steve... But you just kind of throw it back. Steve-O got it with oranges on Jackass. Remember that? Yeah, dude. I don't even know what to search. Steve-O oranges. <laughs> that, literally, that's fucked up. That might be the easiest. That's way probably to get the best it. way. That might be the best way. But yeah, they look like that kind of. They're like real rounded off legs. There's a dude that had those legs um, that climbed it. That he fucking climbed that shit, which is insane. That he did that with those. Uh, yeah, man. I found the clip, but it's not saying what they're called. Fuck! Dude! Just put it. Hakuna. I'll put it in post. These things just scoop ball. Yes, what are those called? Just scoop. a scoop ball. Scoop ball? What the fuck? Scoop ball? I don't yeah, think I don't that's know. the official title. It's got to be a real name. But anyway. On Amazon and Walmart.com. I understand this because it's for Americans that don't play the sport. So Bezos and Mr. Walton. Uh, both say scoop say ball. Because you request. You, think they play you respect ball? Jeff Bezos so much. Jeff Bezos Do you really want to talk about Scoop how you're fucking gay for Jeff Bezos? I'm not gay for Jeff Bezos. You want to suck on his little boot? Scoop his ball <laughs> with the scoop with the scoop ball with the scoop ball. Bro, your tongue goes from Bezos' soul we to can't. toe. Talk about the subi, but um, yeah, I'll reach out again in Japanese. Maybe that'll make it more likely. I don't know why my dumbass thought to contact a man who doesn't speak English in English. Uh, I did. But it was hard to find. Like, that's the only way to do it is, like, post on his community section of his channel. Could you... What are, like, the big... There's, like, different social medias, right? Yeah, I, I wonder like, if we're allowed on Japanese Facebook. I mean, we have a VPN. Shh, dude, that's illegal. <laughs> to have VPNs. Does we have, have a very poignant and nice group of friends, is what he meant. Yeah, some live in Japan, so they could just find him on Japanese Facebook. Yeah. Um, it's legal for me to call people in Japan, though. It's crazy over there. No, I'm just, that's just slander. 
<laughs> or a country. I would go to Japan. Um, I would like to see all the anime buses and trains. I think that's hilarious. Dude, that I want to go like to Tokyo Dome so bad. Is that the wrestling? Well, yeah. I mean, they do other stuff there. But... I see a sex doll get wrestled. And a well, little, that's going to be girl. DDT. That's not even New Japan Pro Wrestling. So how about you leave the wrestling references and jokes to me? It's but... DDR, dude. No. Yeah, it's in Japan. It's, it's DDR. Not. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I would, I would like to talk to him, but we probably won't. But, you know... I think um, that might be something you talk to just therapists about. I don't know if we're therapists. Uh, I don't know if we're at that level. Maybe one day this could be the ther- therapod, maybe. But do you think you could how – fa- how long do you think you could do it is my question, what he was doing? How many days or months, I guess? Like, like but voluntary – like I could leave any time? Because I think – There's no – I, I think he know. could leave at any time because he was answering the door and stuff. But, again, they were kidnapping and shit, so maybe if he did leave, they might have fucking been ready to roll up because he would have left the live stream and they would have been like, get <laughs> get eggplant now, dude. He's I don't – I mean, there's no way to know how long you could do something like that until you've done it. Yeah. Like, the isolation alone. Because I don't think I could do uh, the two weeks in, on solitary, the show, so I don't know if I could go – But those are – There's challenges. But you like, are, like – I feel like that's more, like, immediate torture – like that, what he did was like torture, but it's not. He, yeah, he's not like sitting on uncomfortable shit. Right, and like, but that's like a competition because this you're only competing like with yourself. Well, yeah. But in the back of your head in solitary, it's like, oh, I can win fifty grand instead of nine grand, if that, if anything, with this one. Well, but, yeah, but he's trying to win fame and fortune and a career. Yeah, and which is insane because like. He should be, like, the Dane Cook of Japan for doing this, and he's not. Like, he should be able to sell out arenas of, with 17 million people in the fucking right. arena. Jeff Dunham and his prime numbers. Yes, like, the big fucking, um, like, uh, Kevin Hart now, or before the pandemic. Well, and that's, that's like, the sad, one of the sad parts is that he, like, lost his comedic charm. You know, like, yeah, it almost, like, beat it out of him. Which, how, I mean, how... Comedy's so much about social cues and just true reading 100%. the room, and you got to come in and learn a hundred, uh, like a year of pop culture and a year of true what's not funny anymore and what's hack and what's yeah, but yeah, goddamn, that's uh that's about all I got for Nasubi. But once again, thank you, Atrocity Guide. Thank you, Nasubi, for you know doing what you did like thank you for your for fucking doing the impossible your penance basically but um fuck nippon tv and what's the name of the show whatever the name of the show is life of prizes yeah i don't remember the japanese Sen Puku. set snoo something enemy of the show regardless of what your fucking name is but um i think this is a. Uh, can we have be is there something higher than friend of the show is it like hero of the show or, like, there's got to be something, right, that's uh, higher than friend? Because this ain't a friend. This man is above. He's out of the friend zone. We're going to say inspiration Bro. of the show. Inspiration of the show. Hell yeah, okay. baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Did I hit us with an it's been a while at the beginning? I don't I'm just, think I'm so. fucking up. Nobody this even knew what they were listening to. I'll put it in post. Or it's... who they were talking to. Exactly. But it's been a while. Oh, yeah. My name's Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to do it? You got a good name? I'm good. I'm ready to go, bro. You you got a good nickname? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, okay, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a name today. No name. No name. That's yeah. that's Nasubi. He's a uh, 
the not racist version of Gypsy No Name. No. What? Yeah, she had to drop Gypsy from her name. And anyway, not, I'm David Bean, the prize of life. <laughs> the prize of life. And it's been a while, been a while. <laughs> folks, since I won a sweepstakes. We're about to enter 75,000 of them. All right, peace out. Later. Hold it right there. I heard you're not using Anchor, and here is why you're wrong about that. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, it's got creation tools that you can use to record, edit, everything from your phone, your computer, whatever. And it's free. It costs no money, less than a gumball. Less than a gumball. <laughs> and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Uh, it goes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I think like seven other things. And you can most also, places. Yeah, most places that people are listening to podcasts. And you can distribute it even more beyond there. You're not stuck with just those ten places. Put it anywhere else. Uh, you can make money from it. We're making a little bit. I'm not going to talk about that. We're not going to get into that. But we're it's making tacky. we're making money. Uh, let's just put it that way. And with no minimum listenership. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're getting one listen or one million. You're making cash. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. Um, if you guys want to download it, it's available pretty much any app store, or you can go to anchor.fm to check it out. All right. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs>